What's going on, squad? Welcome to A Vision Includes You. This podcast is where I help you step into your true power so that you can elevate all areas of your life without any regrets. My name is Kevin Vu, and I am an online fitness coach and mindset coach, and I'm on a mission to impact millions of lives across the globe. In my experience, I've helped over hundreds completely transform their lives by unlocking their full potential. It's now my goal to share that knowledge I've accumulated over the years into actionable steps to help you turn your vision into your reality. Now let's get into today's episode. Oh, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of A Vision Includes You podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Vu. I am an online fitness and mindset coach. Today, I am joined by Coach DJ. We're going to be breaking down the top five reasons why you think you don't have time. So, my day is going well, DJ. How's your day been? Best day of my life, man. Every single day is the best day of my life. And super excited to bring you guys today's episode because, you know, I think a lot of we're, we're talking a little, bit, a, little, a little bit about what are people struggling with most right now? And honestly, this is the first thing that came up to our mind, which is like a lot of people say they don't have enough time, right? I don't have enough time to go to the gym. I don't have enough time to eat healthy. I don't have enough time to do blah, 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 right? So this is why I think it's really going to be impactful. And if you guys are going to get, you guys are going to get a ton of value from today's episode. And with that being said, let's jump into it. So Kevin, five reasons. Give us the first reason why you think people have, or say they don't have enough time. Yeah, 100%. I think like one of the biggest reasons why a lot of people say that they don't have time is because of the fact that they are very unorganized, like unorganized when it comes to their schedule, unorganized when it comes to maybe not having any structure whatsoever. And instead of like planning out their days, they just feel like I should wing the day. Like they wake up every single morning, they get ready for work and they go to work, they're stuck in traffic and now they're rushing to work. And then when they come home, they're like, oh my goodness, I have like a million things to do. And now it's like, it's almost bedtime. Like you just finished dinner. You pretty much just did some chores. And now next, you know, it's like getting ready for bed. It's like, well, where did all my time go? And this comes down because a lot of times we don't prioritize ourselves. We don't prioritize the things that are most important in our lives. So having that lack of like structure, having that lack of organization is why a lot of times people feel like they have no time. DJ, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think 100%. It's not about a lack of time. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's more so how you use the time that you have, right? So like you said, there's no plan. You're just winging it. And what this makes you, you know, go into is a reactive state. And this is something we really talk about a lot where, you know, when you're living in a reactive state, you're using up so much more of your daily energy. And I like to think of energy as a finite resource in a day, right? You only have X amount of energy to, you know, put into your business, put into your kids, put into your job, put into your fitness. And if you're wasting that, imagine if, you know, you had a water bottle and there's a freaking hole in it, right? And that hole gets bigger, the less that you're prepared and you're le leaking out that energy that's so uh, precious. And, you know, a lot of people go throughout their life, not ever, you know, not ever going to a proactive state, which is what we recommend. So proactive versus reactive is the difference between, you know, just reacting to everything in your life because you have no idea, you know, when you should be doing your workout. You have no idea what time it is because you haven't even looked at your clock. And this, you know, adds into the fact that this lack of time isn't really about the lack of time. It's just that you're wasting time because you don't know what's coming up. And there's a ton of different, you know, things that I would recommend. But the first thing is obviously having some type of structure is what's going to really help anybody that's struggling with, you know, this idea of not having enough time. And you're going to see that a ton of energy is going to be saved if you know what to expect. And that actually, you know, ties into our second point here. 
which is the biggest reason why, secondly, that people think they have no time is they have no, again, no plan and they're unprepared. So it's a little bit like the unorganized, no structure. But this now comes to the second point where what you want to do is actually have a plan in place of how you're going to actually do everything in your day-to-day basis, right? So, you know, one of the biggest things that I preach about is planning your week ahead and then having your daily to-do list. This two things alone, if you guys start implementing, so again, planning your week in advance, so that's your entire work week, that includes the, the, the time that you're going to spend driving to the to your workplace, the time you're going to spend at your actual job, the time, the break that you have for your lunch, the hour break, the time that it's going to take to drive back home, the time, like literally, if you have this to the T of, and you know exactly what to expect, you're going to see that, huh? Okay, at this time, I should be doing this. Oh, at this time, I should be doing that. And therefore, you're going to free up so much time because what do we typically do? Ask anybody. This is what most people typically do. They scroll on Instagram. They go on Netflix. They go, you know, do something that they probably shouldn't. Shop on Amazon for an hour, right? How many people are guilty of this? And they keep telling themselves, oh, I don't have enough time. I don't have No, you're wasting time because you have no plan. You don't even know how you're even going to accomplish everything that you said you're going to do. Of course, you're not going to get it done, right? Of course, you're not going to go to the gym because you don't even know when you should go to the gym. You don't even know when your work hours finish. Like sometimes I know people working at, at home, working on their laptop, they go from 8 a.m. to all the way to the end of the day. It's like, guys, there's no wonder. Like you, you got to be, again, if you don't plan for it, if you don't, uh, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. That's my favorite quote. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail because you can't hit a target that you don't even see. You can't hit a target if you're not seeing it in front of you and knowing exactly what you should be doing at what time. That's my two cents on that. Kevin, you want to add anything to no pre- no plan on preparedness? Yeah, like I think the big part is you have to be very intentional with every waking hour, every waking minute of the time that you do have because you know the saying that goes, we all have the same 24 hours in the day. And you can have someone who's like super efficient with their time now in your same circumstances, but they're going to be able to get more done with the same amount of time that that is allowed. Because let's be honest, it's not about having more time. Like people say, I have no time. I wish I had more time, but it's not about having more time. It's about getting as much done in the time that you do have. So again, if someone who's like highly successful, highly efficient with everything that they're doing, then they can get more done with the same circumstances that you're dealing with. Maybe you feel like, oh, you're always in a rush in the morning. That person can find ways to like have their meals ready in the morning to you know, not worry about, oh, I can't have, I don't have no time to make breakfast. Uh, th- that person, let's say you have like three different projects you're working on. That person is probably, you know, focusing on one task at a time, moving the needle forward in your case, you're probably like, oh, stressing about like a million things that you have to do. And that leads to uh, paralysis uh, in action, right? Like you're not taking any action because you're so overwhelmed about how many things you need to get done. Like it's about being efficient with the time that you do have, not wishing about you having more time. So that's a clear distinction that I do want to make. And let's be honest, if you can't manage the time that you do have right now, it doesn't matter if you have all the time in the world. It doesn't matter if you have an extra 24 hours in a day. If you don't, know how to manage that time right now, having more time isn't going to fix your time management issues. So this is why it's so important for you to like learn how to manage the time that you do have right now. And I just wanted to transition this into the third point. The third point on why a lot of people feel like they have no time is because they don't have a morning routine and they also don't have a nightly routine. 
Like how many of you are winning your mornings? Like you wake up in the morning, you make your coffee and then you're rushing to get to work. You're showering and it's like, well, I'm always like in this constant like rush hour in the morning and it's always so busy. It's because you don't have a proper morning routine to set you up for success. And similarly, a nightly routine is almost as important, if not as important as a morning routine. So how many of you are like scrolling on YouTube, scrolling Netflix, watching TikTok videos an hour before you go to bed? Like these people, they feel like, yes, sleep is important, but it's not important enough for me to like go to sleep early. So they're wasting like those precious hours before bed, like doing all these unproductive things. And as a result of that, you're losing on sleep. So hence why you're waking up in the morning feeling like you have no energy all the time. So if you don't have a proper morning routine, if you don't have a proper nightly routine, that could be a main reason why you feel like you constantly have more time. Because for me, I've started waking up earlier now and I find that my mornings are so much more productive because I'm able to get so much more done in the morning. Whereas if I were to like sleep in, whereas if I were to snooze, I used to be the one who'd wake up when I used to work from home, I used to wake up like literally five minutes before I actually had to quote unquote clock in for work. Like I would have to start my shift at seven 30. I would wake up at seven 25, brush my teeth, go downstairs and then just start working. But that's an example of like not having an efficient morning routine. I wasn't waking up when I was supposed to, I wasn't waking up earlier to get things that were going to move my life forward. I was just waking up because I knew that I had to clock in at a certain time. So all of you right now, if you find that you don't have a routine in the morning or in the night, this is something you start, you really need to start implementing if you really want to be a little bit more efficient uh, with your time. So DJ, uh, do you want to quickly break down like a morning and nightly routine for everyone to kind of like implement? Absolutely. Absolutely. So one of my favorite morning routine rituals to do first thing in the morning is to make your bed, drink 500 milliliters of water. So first thing in the morning, again, making your bed, this is something that I always talk about, this admiral, this this lieutenant, whatever, really, um, uh, he was delivering a speech to a university and he said that the one of the most important things you can do in the, in the first thing of the day is make your bed because what you do is you're actually creating a first little win of the day and you're creating that first forward momentum into creating a successful day. And I truly believe that the day is won in the first hour of the day. Your day is one in the first hour of the day. So what you do in that first hour will dictate whether you're going to have a, an amazing day, a successful day, or a completely trash day. So what you want to be doing is spending time for you first thing in the morning. I would say if you don't have an hour to yourself, wake up earlier. Go to bed earlier, wake up earlier so that you have one hour at least for you, for yourself. So make your bed, go drink 500 milliliters of water. That's two cups of water. If you love coffee, go ahead and make your coffee. And I would recommend doing something physical for your body and doing something for your mentality, for your mind, right? Preparing your body and your mind for the day. And what you can think of this is when we say, you know, you've probably heard of say this, filling your own cup, right? Because you can't pour from an empty cup. So this morning routine, think of it as a time to fill up your cup because you want to be overflowing with, you know, your energy, overflowing with joy, whatever it is, right? Gratitude. And when you're, when you set yourself up, with your morning, this is what makes you show up as a better uh, worker, as a better parent, as a better father, as a better leader, right? Versus if, you know, how many people spend most of their time, just go on your phone, scroll, you see freaking this person got stabbed in New York, this person died in whatever, Ukraine is getting destroyed. Like you guys are filling your brain with all this worry, all this pain, all this like 
um, unnecessary, you know, news that you already know is going on, but you're focusing on that, right? And that's why everyone's living in fear, living with, you know, so much anxiety because you're filling your brain with that on a continuous basis versus if you spent the first hour of your day spending it moving your body, you know, setting up maybe things that you're grateful for, maybe, you know, writing down on a journal um, how you see your perfect day to be and then reading maybe some, for 10 minutes and then walking back home and preparing for the day. And then, and then you set up and go to work and you show up as your best self, right? Imagine that, guys. That's a perfect morning routine in my eyes where, again, you wake up, you start your day with a little win, which is making your bed. You drink your water because you're most dehydrated at night. Uh, and then you start your day with some type of movement, something for your body, something for your brain. And then you set yourself up in this state of gratitude, in this state of, you know, being, you know, happy because you filled into yourself and now you can pour into others. And that's my, that's an example of my perfect morning routine that I've been implementing in my own life that has significantly decreased the level of burnout that I ever felt. It has significantly improved the amount of uh, productivity. And just to, you know, touch on this a little bit further is I, I, you know, again, we've been in the, me and Kevin have been in this coaching business for a while now. And at first, what I would used to do is exactly what the average person would do. I would wake up and the first thing I would do is check emails. The first thing I would do is respond to uh, my clients. The first thing I would do is try to post something. I would try so hard to be quote unquote productive that I burnt myself out every other month. I was burning myself out. I wanted to go on vacation every single month. I wanted to you know, avoid everything that I was doing because I was running myself to the ground. I was not spending time for again, my brain and my body and I was feeling drained. So that's what a perfect morning routine would look like. Um, for me, and I would highly recommend you guys just even it can start off with five minutes of, again, make your bed if that's not what you're already doing and maybe walk around the block, something for your brain and your body. That's my perfect morning routine. Kevin, what's a, what's a good nighttime routine? Yeah, so a good nighttime routine is honestly, I would suggest you, number one, turn off all electronics at least half an hour to an hour. Um, I, for some people like that might be a hard a jump. So even if you start off small, maybe like, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and then work your way up to an hour before bed. And then you can honestly do some brain dumping and brain dumping is essentially you're writing down on a piece of paper, everything about your day, everything that you're overthinking about, everything that you feel is going on in your life. That's contributing to all the stress, because let's face it. I work with a lot of busy moms and oftentimes they have like a million things going on in their life right now and that they're overthinking about. And that's the reason why they're staying up late and not getting much sleep at all. So if you can take out all that anxiety, all those thoughts and put it down on a piece of paper, it's going to give you like a peace of mind so that you can actually sleep without any worry, without any anxiety, without any like fear about like what's going to happen tomorrow. So that's my best thing is like, okay, number one, turn off all your electronics an hour prior when you might be asking, well, what if I have to set my alarm? Then you can set your alarm, set on your phone to do not disturb airplane mode, whatever, or you can just invest in like a regular alarm clock just so you don't have to have that urge to like check your phone in the middle of the night. Um, the second thing, again, brain dumping. And the last thing I would say is do something for you. So similar to like the morning routine, uh, how you have to fill your own cup. Um, you can do like some meditating in the nighttime. You can read a book in the nighttime. Just do something for you. Play with your kids. If you have kids, like just do something to like a lighthearted activity. Um, it's going to like ease your mind. I almost feel like you are wrapping up the whole day on like a productive note. So that's one of like the three things that I would recommend is just keep it simple. You know, whatever it is, you can do meditating, you can do journaling, you can brain dumping, it doesn't matter, but just keep it simple. 
uh, the, the point of the nightly and morning routine is to just pretty much get yourself in a good state, like get yourself in a good mood. Like, I don't want you to feel like this morning routine and nightly routine is something that you have to do to dread. You know what I mean? Like, I want you to like start off your day on a productive note and finish your day on a productive note as well. And this is why like the power of momentum is so strong if you can implement these routines into your daily life. So with that being said, let's transition into the third or sorry, the fourth point now. We kind of skip a point there, but it yeah. is you're being busy, but not productive. So this is, we're all guilty of this. We're all guilty of this. How many times people say that they're busy? I want to see at least 99% of you claim to be busy. Everybody, 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 but being busy doesn't always mean that you're being productive. Like you can be busy doing like a hundred different things. But when I ask you, what did you actually get done? You're like, oh, I got this, this, this. But it's not really things that are like important or like those aren't things that's going to move the needle forward. So I just want to pass it over to DJ. DJ, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think a lot of people tell themselves that they're you know busy, but they're not really actually doing anything. They're not doing the needle moving work. And this is something that you know I really appreciate uh, the mentorship that we've been getting, that we're both in the same kind of uh, mentorship program for business. And a lot of times it's tr the truth. A lot of times we focus on so much of our time on doing stuff that probably makes only 20% of our business, right? The 2080 rule where, you know, the 20% of the stuff in your business is actually what matters. Most people spend 80% of their time on the, sh the, the crap that doesn't. And that's the truth. So a lot of times, again, when we say we're super busy, blah, 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 we're doing stuff that we can either one, we don't need to spend that much time on. Or number two, if you guys are, you know, uh, busy, you know, having your own uh, business and maybe you have, um, you know, kids, you have a family, you own a home. Maybe these are things that you can outsource, right? This is something that I think um, some people don't even think about, right? Like if you guys are, you know, super busy and you're some of the tasks, for example, like cleaning your house every every weekend, maybe you can outsource that, right? right? Maybe you can buy back that two to three to four to five hours of your day uh, with this simple like hiring a, a maid, right? Or, or a cleaning lady once a week. That's just an example. Or maybe there's tasks that you can outsource. Like for example, if you're bogged down with a million needles, again, I'm just putting myself in the shoes of somebody that might be owning a business, that might be higher up on you know, your, um, your job you might be a manager at whatever maybe it's time to outsource some of these things and again focus on the 20 percent that's actually moving the needle and i think most people are wasting their time doing things that either one don't really matter or number two they can easily get somebody else to do and invest in that in that paying for that time back for example again some people are so hesitant to hire a coach this is an example so you have to spend hours and hours of research on your own right so these are some of the things where you can start thinking about, huh, maybe I can be more efficient with my time. Maybe I can buy back my time or maybe I can actually outsource my time or maybe I can focus most of my time now on the things that really matter and scrap the things that are actually not really moving the needle forward. So again, it's all about, you know, looking at realistically what you're doing with your time and, and analyzing and, you know, being realistic. Am I, should I be doing these tasks? Like, let's say you're making $100 an hour, $80 an hour, $70 an hour, whatever it may be. And you're taking like 10 hours of your day to clean up your, your house on the weekend. And it only costs $100 to get it clean for you. And you'd save 10 hours. It might make the most sense to hire yourself a cleaning lady, right? 
if you're spending 10 hours a week trying to figure out fitness on your own and you still haven't gotten the results, maybe it's time to hire a coach that can actually get you the results without you having to put in all those hours, right? So a lot of times we, you know, we, we are wasting our time. A lot of times we're not being actually productive with our the things that we're doing. And a lot of times we're actually doing things that maybe somebody else can do for us and we can buy back that time. And that's some of the ideas that I, I gave to you. Another an idea just to put the cherry on top here is maybe you should hire a, a meal prep company. If you really hate cooking your meals and you keep telling yourself, oh man, it's so boring and it's like taking up so much time. Again, you can buy back that time, right? So, you know, analyzing where your time is going is what's going to really help these people that say, I don't have enough time. You might be right. So go ahead and buy back your time. You know, invest in a coach, invest in a meal prep company, invest in a cleaning lady, invest in a virtual assistant that can go through your emails and skim through that and focus on the 20% that's actually making a giant impact on your finances, on your health, on your family, uh, whatever that may be. So that's my two cents on that. A lot of people are just way too busy, but not productive. Way too much time spending uh, on the 80% that doesn't matter and not enough time on the 20% that makes up your entire livelihood. That's my two cents on it. Anything you want to add on that? Yeah, like I want to say like, um, don't mistake being busy and being productive. Like we want all of you to like start being more productive and being a lot more intentional with everything that you're doing. So just asking yourself, what is the purpose of this task? Is this task going to get me closer to my end result? If not, then try to prioritize a different task that's going to get you there a lot faster. So I love the advice that DJ said. So again, uh, outsource if you can uh, invest in other mentors, coaches, meal prep companies to make your life easier. Because at the end of the day, if you're too busy, it's most likely because you're working a job that, you know, you want to dedicate to, you're making a lot of money. Maybe it's time to invest that money just to get some of your time back. Like that's going to make the most sense. You can't have a lot of time and a lot of money. Like it's really hard to do unless you're like, really far off like well off uh, but most of the time if you do have that luxury of like investing in yourself it's always going to be a good move now transitioning into the fifth and final point why a lot of people feel like they don't have time is that they're trying to do everything all at once and this is very similar to what we were just talking about we feel like oh we have to clean ourselves oh we have to cook ourselves we have to run a business ourselves we have to take care of our kids ourselves it's like they were trying to do all these things like micromanage all these different tasks and as a result of that we feel like we're getting very little as intentional and we're spreading ourselves too thin. Like we all have the same 24 hours in a day. And that doesn't mean that you have to spend every single one of those 24 hours being productive, being busy, getting so many things done. Like, no, at the end of the day, I, my best piece of advice, if you find that you're a quote unquote multitasker, uh, I would say focus on one thing at a time. Like focus on one thing at a time, just so you can mark it off. It's completed as done and move on to the next thing. Lots of times people have like, they set like these big to-do lists on your day and you're like 10 different boxes. It's like, damn, I want to do a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here. And when you, you do like your review at the end of the day, it's like, well, maybe you've only marked off like three boxes when you could, could have been just super intentional, focusing on one thing, marking it off and moving on to the next thing. DJ, what are your thoughts? Yeah, 100%. So like like Kevin said, there is actually no such thing as multitasking. We actually don't, as human beings, we can't process multiple things at once. We're serial taskers, meaning that we change our, our focus on one thing to another thing, to another thing, to another thing. It's not, everything is not going all at once, right? So when you say you're multitasking, you're actually just stopping one task, you're going to another, stopping one task, going to another, stopping one task, going to the other. And I remember seeing a ton of studies when I was back in kinesiology where, you know, they studied 
people that quote unquote multitask versus focusing on one task, finishing it, and then moving on to another one. And obviously the group that did serial testing, the one that actually focused on this one thing, one task, finished it, were way more productive with their time, way got better results with their test scores. They got better results overall than the people that quote unquote multitask. Because what you got to think about is, let's say you're jumping from one topic that's totally different, that uses all your creativity side, and then you jump to a task that's more logical, that's more, you know, numbers. And you it takes time for your brain to go from, you know, I'm creating something creative, I'm drawing, I'm painting. And then after five minutes here, oh, okay, I need to respond to an email here. I have to talk about numbers, et cetera, et cetera. Your brain is going through all these functionings. It's jumping from one side of the brain to the other side of the brain. And it's also just inefficient way to use your, your, your brain power because you're jumping from one task to the other and you're not able to truly like really get into the zone of whatever that may, that thing may be, right? So to get really in the zone, sometimes it takes a little bit of time. And then once you're in that zone, you don't want to jump out of it. You do, This is why, you know, some people call it flow state. Some people call it, yes, yeah, it's usually called flow where they get in the zone where, you know, again, their creative brain goes into working and they're getting all of the things done almost like it's effortlessly and they're just like in the zone. But if you're jumping from one thing to the other, imagine you're practicing for basketball and then you're <laughs> after every five minutes, you're like solving an equation. Like you can't, it's not going to make sense there. Right. And that's how most people, you know, approach their daily tasks. So biggest piece of advice guys is focus on one thing. For example, put a timer. This is a Pomodoro technique, 20 minutes, 20, 20 to 25 minutes, go all in for 20 to 25 minutes on that one task. And then you can take a five minute break. And if you choose to, you can move to a different task if you're finished. If not, you can redo it. Do another 20 to 25 minutes until you finish that task. And then after every four tasks or every four Pomodoros, you can take a bigger break, 30 minutes up to an hour. And then you're going to see that your time is going to be so much more uh, better spent and you're going to be way more efficient with that limited time that you guys have. And I think that's, you know, that's, that's a good place to end it off, Kev. Uh, I think we just dropped a ton of value. I think a lot of people, you know, can resonate with all the, you know, these excuses, right? At the end of the day is excuses. Like a lot of people can say they don't have time, but I can also show you a million examples of people that are running 10, 20, multi-millionaire, uh, multi-million dollar businesses that have, you know, you know, their entire family to take care of, you know, uh, entire teams to take care of, and they still prioritize your health, right? There are tons of examples. If you look at the top CEOs that you know manage a ton of companies, they all they all preach the same thing. They prioritize their health because again, their health is what gives them more energy for their businesses. It's what gives them more of that enthusiasm, of more of that, you know, showing up as their best self, confidence. So um, with that being said, guys, stop using it as an excuse. Uh, if you guys found this valuable, please share it with a friend or family. Uh, Kevin, you want to summarize everything and, and where can they find you? Yeah. So just a quick recap of uh, the five reasons why a lot of people say that they don't have time is number one, you are unorganized. You have no structure in your day and you're just living every single day winging it. Now, number two is you are unprepared. You have no plan whatsoever. You don't really have a plan of action to tackle on your day and you don't schedule things out. Number three is that you're being busy, but you're not exactly being productive. So break down your day, analyze your day, and make sure that every single minute, every single hour is being productive. Uh, number four is that you have no morning or nightly routine. A morning routine and a nightly routine is to set the tone for the day and is to end off the day on a good note so that you're feeling refreshed, that you're feeling rejuvenated, that you're feeling productive. Um, stop 
wasting your time. Stop scrolling through TikTok. Stop being so mindless with your actions because you can see that you're wasting a lot of time there. And number five, you are trying to multitask too much. You are trying to do a million things at once and you're not really accomplishing much at all. So instead, you should focus on one task at a time, set timers if you need to, focus on one task, mark it off, and then move on to the next one. So with that being said, if you enjoyed this episode, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok at Bujan Fitness. And you can also follow my podcast at A Vision Includes You Podcast. DJ, where can they find you, brother? Love it. You guys can find me on all major social media platforms at Nomadic Fitness uh, and the Way of the Nomad Podcast. And with that being said, guys, have the best day ever. This is Coach DJ signing out. Bujan, see you. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Vision Includes You. If you got value from today's episode, I would love for you to screenshot any episode, post it to your story, and tag me at Vision Fitness so that I know you're tuning in. I truly appreciate the support, and as always, I hope you have the best day ever, and I'll catch you on the next episode.